I just, I was like, what the fuck, man? Apparently, giving away your age is just horrible these days for certain people. I guess that adds, that adds to the mystique of being an author. <laughs> Whatever. Today is May 20th, 2019, and school is officially in. Aaron! Yay! That's what's up. Controlling shit from his phone from We are back today with a special show with a special book by a special person who we can't find <laughs> out how old he is because the internet is cleansed. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. It's a cover up. It's a, it's a, it's a C-O-N? Conspiracy? So today we're covering the rap yearbook written by and it's the the whole title is the rap yearbook the most important rap song from every year since 1979 discussed debated and deconstructed by Shay Serrano and the beautiful illustrations are by Arturo Torres very 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 nice you guys did a good job with with this book and the illustrations were amazing, but we're going to cut it down like we always do on the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's not personal. Not, not, not personal. personal. <laughs> but, spoiler alert, this book does include impending doom, man. <laughs> Plot okay. twist appears by Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you knew Eminem had to be on this list. Somewhere, yeah. somewhere. Hell yeah. Um, so before we get into that, we want to make sure we like, um, oh, sorry, that we remind you to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Don't tweet so much that you cramp your hands up, is what my <laughs> little cousin said last week. And I was like, I don't tweet. So that is never going to happen to me. But I will tell our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, if you want to find us on Facebook and Twitter, please type in Schools In, S-C-H-O-O-L-S-I-N. If you would like to find us on YouTube, please type in Schools In Podcast or hashtag <laughs> RetroBeat Challenge. And for all of my Felicio lovers, hashtag Felicio Gay Day <laughs> That still works. I, I love it. That's not like a, that's not like a, a song title. That's not like a song. 
I slid in Felicia Gates 19 on a couple of them, too, with a question mark. Yo, this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope somebody does turn that shit into a song. It gotta be R and B though. Uh huh. No, it should be it should be bringing you rap in R and B. So I'm gonna need like uh somebody singing over it, but I'm gonna also need somebody rapping too. But not the same person, millennial. Not how y'all like to do it. I was just gonna say no. No. Sure, that's what you want. Death to the middleman. Yup, I need two different artists. I need an actual R&B artist or someone that calls himself R&B, and an actual rapper, and someone who not, like someone who actually calls himself a rapper. Not a rapper who sings or who raps. <laughs> or you know what's funny? Songy rapper. You know what's funny? I actually, I actually prefer like rap songs with uh, R&B singers on them more than I prefer R&B songs with rappers on. Them. Man, I think that's why I like Joe Budden so much. That is the that is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Joe Budden King No, it's like it's like even even hearing you say that, and I understand it as an old head. But if I was a millennial and somebody said that to me, I'd be like, "What the fuck is the difference?" <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and then you have to say. Well, the difference is, say, um, I'm fucking you tonight by Biggie. Right, right. <laughs> um, which is a rapper with a singer on it. You know. Yeah, that's a rap. That's a that's a rap song. That's a rap song with with an R&B the... singer on it. Right. Right, As right. opposed to. Um, well, what are you doing out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, that's why lines get blurred. Like you can't figure out what's going on. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. That's a yeah. See, I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know what to call that. Well, okay, one twelve. One twelve is only you. That's a. Those are R and B singers with a rapper, Diggy. Right, you but know, see, that's a little that's a little song. bit confusing too because is that necessarily an R&B song? Like I would go to, I would go for something a little more. Uh, you would. I feel like would I would go wrong. for something. That's an R&B song. That's only you considered an R&B song. Those are kind of rap lyrics. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, true. <laughs> rap lyrics. <laughs> I mean, look, only you is only you is one of those weird. 112 is is better about not singing rap lyrics though. True, they really are. Yeah, so like you know, oh, I need to know where we stand if we share this special thing called love. That those are not rap lyrics. That's the R&B right. song. Right. Yeah. He said special thing called love in the first like few bars of the song, so you know it's not a rap song. Mm-hmm. You no, know, not you know. You must be used to me spending all of that wine and dine. I'm fucking you tonight. Those are rap lyrics being sung <laughs> by our guests. <laughs> so, Aaron's gripes about this shit are right, and y'all don't understand why. Like, 
we had deep gripes about this shit and that the shit is on point. Singing rap lyrics is dangerous, man. Well, the damage is done now. Nah, just cut it out. People, I feel like people can stop. They can stop if they want to. It's 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 horrible. Just stop. Go seek help. You just subscribe drug addicts right there. Like, yeah. you, know, you want to. You can't stop if they want to. That's the whole wave right now. No, so they I'm going to say something that no one wants to hear right now. Thought I told you that we won't stop. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Is that how it was back then? Somebody was like, why the hell are they still why the hell are they still rapping and singing at the same time? And he was like, I thought I told you that we won't stop. <laughs> Yeah, this would go really badly because I, I think I told y'all a whole story about this dude with his like with the puffy Tourette's. I'm not even gonna go there. Uh, I'm just going back. Okay. Was he was he taking was he taking hits from the '80s? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. This whole show is disintegrating into. <laughs> How does this happen so quickly? <laughs> Yo, please follow us and sub to us and like us also on more podcasty. Um. Avenues, if you like those things, Blog Talk Radio, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Castbox, Google Podcast, and Spotify. <laughs> Unless you're no, attending I... Doom Man and then you're all up in the videos. All up in the videos. <laughs> yeah, all aboard the records. <laughs> It's funny when, like, if you watch, if you watch that clip and the way Suge say it, he sounds frustrated, like, you know, like, he couldn't even, he couldn't really even explain what he doing in the video. He just, like, all up in the videos. He, like, dancing. Dan- he, he, said it like, he, he said it, like, he said it, like, dancing or whatever the hell that is he be doing. Just <laughs> that yo. He's like the executive producer, all up in the video. All up in the video. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what though? I think at the time he must have known what we didn't know is that, and we found out by reading that that Mark Curry book. Mm, he was yeah. charging his artists for all that shit. <laughs> Well, he was like, even, you to have him in your, in your video or on your song, and then he was mm-hmm. charging you for it, collecting money from it. Yeah, well, that book just that book basically just confirmed a lot of the uh, like you know uh, uh, stuff that people have been like you know pe- saying uh, for a mm-hmm. long time anyway. Allegedly. <laughs> oh no. Uh-oh. The the scary the scary part about the scary part about Suge Knight saying that though is like it's like you know it it was kind of weird it's like is that is that your option like you know mm-hmm. you, you either you gonna deal with a producer that's all up in the videos or come to Death Row which is basically jail like come, you know like the red, the red room 
Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit more concerned at this point about the community piss bucket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I take I take Diddy Dish in the video over gel any day. How about that? Oh, or like oh, no. you know, going in that room. Oh no, <laughs> you. Yeah. know what? I'm sure it's it was like, some people. I'm sure it was some people in the audience that? that was thinking that. Right. I'm sure it was like, people in the audience thinking that. May God bless our kids. So I've got something to say. Those ain't the only options. <laughs> I think that's yeah, what it was. See, it was awesome. Time, it was like. Yeah. I mean, you had to be from the south to be down with them, and then you had to be in a dungeon. Mm-hmm. You had to be in a dungeon. You either had to be in a dungeon or you had to go to jail. In I'm, a <laughs> I'm a basement. I'm a basement. Yeah, we had a ball down in my basement kicking freestyles and shit. <laughs> the dungeon, the dungeon is hurt. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was just ready to say. I was just ready to say, sweating with your shirt off. <laughs> Yo, my pop reference sexuals might even be lost on this one because I think we might be throwing too many things over your head right now. Not yeah. our own references. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the only Y'all way? Is go that the back only way to make the Dungeon Family uh, documentary? If you're confused about what we're talking about right now. <laughs> I don't know, Aunt. I think sweating with your shirt off in a basement is that's romantical. Oh, a little bit. Just a little bit. Take that over the piss bucket and paying Biddy for dancing in my videos. I mean, well, you know, your boy CeeLo was down there too. I don't know, <laughs> man. I'm just. I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he love to keep his shirt on in the basement. I need an adult. Philo <laughs> was the first one with shirt. Come on. I don't. I don't even want to see Philo in a wife beater. Yeah, none of them, none, none, none of that. I feel like Sleepy Brown was probably the only one had a suit on. Sleepy Brown had the suit on, and it was like, <laughs> but, yeah. but it was like, but it was like neon yellow or something. Oh shit! Damn, Back the yeah. I mean, it was the '90s, you know, neon yellow with like a, with like a silk, multicolored shirt uh-huh. underneath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he might be. Yeah. He might be just a tad overdressed in that situation. Possibly. I mean, well, but, you know, I mean, see, see, it was his mom's house. Brown got a little he had more to host properly. Stevie <laughs> Brown got he a little more. He got a little bit more panache than the rest of us. And 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 mama basement though. <laughs> maybe, his, mama basement. maybe his wife beater has rhinestones on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Don't be, don't be shitting. I saw this dude in a bedazzled, um, I'm not even playing. I saw a dude in a bedazzled white beater one time. Did it have a phrase on it? No. But it was definitely bedazzled. Missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Not right? Just like this book. <laughs> <laughs> so,
Ant was talking about the 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 book, and before we get into this, I think we've already introduced ourselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I admit that's. <laughs> and, and Aaron and we are clowning today like crazy so let's talk about good bad and ugly for the rap year book the most important rap song from every year since 1979 discussed debated and deconstructed by Shay mm-hmm. Serrano okay so and what's your good what you got? my good is just the quality of the book the attempt to go in and give some backstory to some of the tracks and why they were picked. Um, the quality of some of the songs on the list, they're pretty good songs considering. Um, I like the style charts. They was interesting. Mm-hmm. The way they tried to, they, I mean, I forget why they picked some of the pictures for some of the categories, but I'll let it rock. <laughs> oh, well, that was both, it's very interesting and the illustrations the illustrations homeboy did a good job I was saying off air I would frame some of these yeah this uh, is the the good for me well I like that um I like that when he uh picked the songs like it was like I like the format that he went about doing it. Um, like basically like when he yeah like when he give you a song it's like okay the reason why this song is important it's like let me get past that part first before you know um I get into the rest the 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 rest of the reason the rest of everything that's um kind of surrounding this particular song. Mm-hmm. So um I did I did like that part of it. Um, obviously the illustrations were funny. The the illustrations were like it was it was it was interesting and it was like funny though. Like it wasn't like, you know, this book is laid back. You know, it doesn't um it's not too technical, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, because we've read some technical ass books. Like that yeah. book we read on like breaking down the poetry of uh, that shit was technical as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and you're right too about that. Yeah, the other thing the other thing I liked about the the format of it was like how you know like we talked about some of the like lesser known songs from that particular from the particular years that he picked, and I like that mm-hmm. he like put them down as footnotes, you know, so that people not just you know so like the average person it's like basically like if somebody read this book it's like a it's like uh, you know, it's almost like how you how to listen to rap kind of book, <laughs> which sounds kind of corny out loud, but um, it's like well, they when, make you, when you go, it's like when you look at the book, you you're not just going to go to the that particular, you're not just checking for that particular song, and if you do, then there's other songs that he lets you know came out around that in in that same um in that same year in that same space. You know, to let you kind of um, get a get a grasp of you know what the sound was like during that particular time. Yeah. Um. Um. I'm gonna take you back on what you guys said about liking the illustrations. They're really dope. Mm-hmm. Those are really good. Um. But I also like how he categorized the songs. 
by these different little categories, which also had illustrations to go with them. Declarative, deadly, thrilling, aggressive, considerate, boastful, and powerful. I like mm-hmm. that. That's that's the kind of shit that we like on this show, too, where you're not just handing me some shit. You're actually giving me reasons. You're giving me reasons. <laughs> right. It makes sense for you to make sense. Like, don't just hand me you know, as your boy Orange Juice Jones would say, don't hand me a pile of shit with syrup on it and call that shit pancakes. I don't like that. I like for you to explain things. Like, here's my thought process. This makes sense because this. And I like that consider it was a teddy bear. I thought it, and I thought it was an adorable little teddy bear too. So how about that? Rap. See, when you think of hip hop and rap, you don't think of teddy bears, but you know, yeah. unless you know, my my boy Heavy D. <laughs> rest in peace, Heavy. Yeah, rest in peace, Heavy. I um, I feel like I feel like Biz Marquis can make teddy bears dope too. <laughs> he could, yeah. I feel like I feel like one day Three Sacks was wearing teddy bear pants that were that were solely constructed out of stuffed animals. So. Oh wow. Yeah, that, that actually happened. No, that that that's the thing. He did that. Yeah, I'm not surprised one bit. I believe. Yep, yeah, it was the video for. For the song that was on the woods soundtrack, I think it was called Into the Woods or Out of the Woods or Yeah, he had on Teddy Bear pants. Something like that, yeah. Neck of the woods. Neck of the woods. They had a couple. There you go. They showed us quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing, I believe, a blonde wig and stuffed animal pants. That's my glasses. There you go, three. There you go, three sacks. And no okay. Shirt. Look, you gotta be shirtless today. <laughs> no socks or slippers. <laughs> okay, you gotta no offset your teddy bear jeans. pants. You gotta have a, a you gotta be shirtless today. Um. So sad. Mm, 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 mm. Uh oh. Um, just on the book itself, I don't have much. That I was upset with once I understood what I was dealing with. Uh, by that I mean, <laughs> this is obviously written by a younger cat. Um, my theory is that a large portion of the beginning of the list was written in retrospect, mm-hmm. and some of the context, some of the context is not applied. These are some of the more obvious choices of the list. You know, you kind of get your your head card for listing some of these songs. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I don't know if you would. I I think it depends on the I think it depends on the song. Like it's songs like it's songs on this list. A lot of the songs on this list, like if somebody named them, I'm gonna just be like, oh, okay, of course you know Wu Tang's Cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like um, at this but point, you, but you have to. That's like right. that's like basics. That's hip hop one on one. Right, but 
Mm-hmm. But it's a little different, like you know, like I mean, I think our I think our criteria is a little different too. Like you know, I'm gonna need you to at least recite a ghost line from or 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 a a specific a specific verse from like guillotine swords or verbal intercourse or right. right. Uh, what, what's the other one? <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying like you, it's a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit. I guess it depends on who you're talking to. Well, and know all the songs on um. On, organic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or, yes, on organic and on and on um Capadonna's greatest hits. Y'all know that it's twelve yeah. minutes of the winter wars. Man, I don't know. You got, you, got, you got a whole world of versions of winter wars for me. <laughs> <laughs> you right. Now, I judge folks. I judge folks by if they call it only built for Cuban links or the purple tape. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> That's part of it. And he needs you to know what purple tape is. I won't even take you seriously if you call it only built for Cuban links. I'm gonna be hesitant. Well, see, I call it I call it red CD. Mm. But I call but it see, that because because the CD. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> I still got that around here too. But I do that because, like because, because to me it was funny that everybody called it purple tape because of the tape, and I had the uh, CD, so it was like a joke, you know, among uh, my hip hop head friends. People that actually seen. Well, most people know what you mean when you say purple tape, and if you don't, then like you said, you need a hip hop education. So. Mhm. Let me see you. And l- let's just say right now, even though cream is on here, ice cream is not. Mm-hmm. Like I would think ice cream would be on here too. Interestingly enough. But see, I should read that to what you said, not wanting to put too many songs from one particular artist on there. But ice cream is Rayquan. I know, I know. Yeah, but, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. We 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 get it, but it's still like you know, like are you gonna like are we gonna fill the list with? The <laughs> well, I guess that's true, but at the same time, Wu Tang is 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 for the children. That's number one, and <laughs> <laughs> and Wu Tang they're all split up into different entities, like. How many times yeah, do I see Jay Z up here? You know. True. True. Well, Jay Z is kind of different to this guy. Jay Z is up here like five times, my dude. To this guy. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, the other I thing. Know. That's the other thing that makes sense. That, that's the other thing that makes sense for somebody that's younger too, like for Jay Z mm-hmm. to be like, you know, because I noticed something like about, like you know, about people within me and Anthony age range like for some reason like Jay-Z fans of that particular group they mm-hmm. see him as like some kind of chameleon it's like oh he fit in he fit in here in this particular era like every like every version of Jay-Z is different but to me it's all the same shit like Jay-Z 444 is the same it's, it's, it's just it's the same shit. It's like a different version of like I was listening to um yep. like I tell people all the time that the uh the black album is just that's reasonable doubt revisited for real. Mm-hmm. Like if you really listen like if you really pay attention to it. But like mm-hmm. for them it's like it's like this reinvented version 
of Jay-Z. Like, he reinvented himself since 96 to them. But to me, I don't see it. There is no reinvented version of Jay-Z. I need y'all to stop doing that. There is no reinvented version. Jay is very deliberate with his shit. Like, that Black Album shit has always been there. Um... What's your bad, Aaron? You kind of touched on it, um, I guess, already. Yeah, well, my bad um, is uh, the 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 choice the choice of songs. The choice of songs kind of like um, threw me off. Like like I said, I dig the format. I dig the format. I dig what he was doing. But like um, the choice of songs was throwing me off. Like it's like. Okay, you talked about how important um, Cool Herc, Africa being Bada, and all of that stuff was. But then, mm-hmm. like, okay, I get the, you know, I was mad at first because it's like after you explained all that, then you go right to Sugar Hill game. But I get it. If we go in and, all right, so from that point, I'm, I'm understanding that this is what you're doing with it. Okay, you, you're going to start with Sugar Hill gang, and then like a, a lot of the other songs made sense. But. It's like if you go and play it that way, then why not just go? Why not the next most important song be Planet Rock? You see what I'm saying? Or yeah, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, like mm-hmm. even like how you you put the message? You put the message on the list, okay? Which which okay? <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So it's like it's like, but, but you, you want to pick like. Have to like that's the kind of shit that 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 you're talking about. Like if you don't put yeah. that there, then you get your hip hop education question in this case right right you know so that that lines up but like i mean like the you know the africa being by the song kind of threw me off i'm like okay i mean that's a that's a good one but why go with that one if you want to keep it keep everything as consistent in 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 that particular frame like i wasn't even mad at the sucker mcs thing you know what i'm saying like that was that was uh, that was cool. yeah yeah but well, even that for me was like, uh, cause like Sucker MC is, is not the Run DMC song that I would like. King of Rock would be Sucker would be the Run DMC song that. See, but all right. See now, this this is where the, the the reason I don't I don't feel that way particularly because um like I've heard like a lot of my favorites like a lot of my favorites like name that as like you know the the you know the 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 quintessential, you know, uh, 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 song like, from, like, like, Run DMC. Yeah, it's like, for, it was like, it was like Shook Ones or Survival of the Fittest for that particular, for that particular year, you know what I'm saying? Like, anybody, Uh, anybody that knows, like, yeah, like, it was like, like, I've heard that too, I've heard that too a lot. I would definitely, that depends on where you were. If yeah. you were on the East mm. Coast, possibly, but if you were like, if you lived where I live, um, that song shifts and it's not Sucker MCs. It is generally it's like that, and that's the way it is. Mm. Like that. That's that. Yeah, song that's yeah. That, that's yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, because I never. Yeah, I never. I never heard that. Like I've always heard like mm-hmm. either. Tucker MC. Some like, people will say King of some people will say King of Rock too. But um most of the time it's like I've heard Prodigy say it. I've heard um who else? 
it's somebody else within that particular room. And but even I think when I, was I think in it's New York when that song dropped because I remember being in New York when when it's like that dropped on the, that shit blew Run DMC up everywhere. Even beyond sucker MCs like that, like you couldn't escape that shit. It was like, well, it was, it was like, uh, yeah. See, but I'm, no, I'm talking like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about the kind of emotion that it set off though. Like as far as like like yeah, every, so every time I. I hear like my yeah, as far as like when that shit came on, it was like this the this the track when you heard it, it made you want to you know grab your pen. It made you want to you know what I'm saying like you know you know get out there and yo you know what I'm saying like like try to try to take somebody else's head off with whatever whatever you had going you know what I'm saying like it was that type of it was that type of um, energy starter. Like, what, that's what I gather from you know everything. Like, you know, um, I know of it. Well, some people. Well, I guess I don't know about the pen part, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like from an MC well, standpoint. It's like suck it. Yeah, I don't know about because Run DMC. Eh, I mean, I guess, and part of this might be for me in retrospect because I was a kid, kid. When they were out, what? But now I'm looking at it like, like from a lyricist standpoint, like I don't know, but definitely some like like when we talk about like say um what's that the one song um the uh, treacherous three song like that song got like their song had pen game. Like folks would hear that and would like, but like Run DMC, right. from where I am from, and even when I was in New York, yeah. it it was more of a feeling and less than than wanting the like being inspired to feel like you needed to write. It was like you know yeah, more like I, yeah 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 yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's yeah. kind of like the way like I, like people always explain like Shook One's and Survivor of the Fittest, and I get it. Like when that shit come on. Like, like he was describing it like in the book a little bit too. Like, you know, it's like when shit ones come on, like, you know, people in the club start looking around. They grab they they grab their girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> somebody's if you know what I'm saying? Is the detention about to get real thick? Somebody something about to you know it's about to go down. Like, you know, so like I kind of yeah. that's why I, that's why I draw the same parallels with sucker MC and like grinding because I remember what it was like when grinding came out and when that shit came on. Either you had the rap or some. It was something. It was like like that's like, what yeah, grinding yeah, was yeah. for like us. You definitely had to do something. But right. but 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 that's what I'm saying. Having actually been there and and remembering it and seeing it. Sometimes in retrospect, you know you're you're taking it upon people. From what I remember of, of actually being it, it wasn't sucker MC. It was it was right. like it's like that at King of Rock. That's what set that. Yeah. that. That's the reason why I wouldn't go with that song because those two songs, like when I first started on the MC, it was it's like that, and that's the way it is. And and that and hard times. When those two songs came out by Run DMC, everybody and their mom was like, "Okay, I gotta go rap now." Yeah, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so something MC is a controversial fit. No, I I just don't think. That that's the Run DMC song that would, unless you're from New York, maybe. Then that you know, 
perhaps for them, maybe. But even that, mm-hmm. like I said, I was literally in New York the day that they started playing for the very first time. It's like that, and that's the way it is. And they had to play that song all day because people kept calling up on the phone. And I was eight. I remember it. I was sitting in my cousin's living room with my pink leotard on, and I was like, what in the <laughs> hell? <laughs> why, why do people keep calling for this song? But I loved it. I couldn't stop listening to it myself. I was like... By the time I left New York, I knew all the words to that song. That shit was insane. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But, um, let's see. What's my bad? My bad is... So... So... Um... It's not... It's not, it's kind of what Aaron is saying about the, the songs that got picked. But I think it's a little bit more than that. It's, it, it's kind of hard to go in depth about each like song and why it was important without context. Mm-hmm. Or without enough context, like you're saying, like I feel yeah. like you should consult other people from a different time period, right? You know, you know, in 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 writing something like this, so you can say it was that okay. with the was that with the four. Was that what the forward from Ice T was about? That was like the cosign, like he really little, like. Yeah, yeah that's how I took it. That's how I yeah. took it. Yeah. Yep, me too. But I mean, you're gonna need a little bit more than that, you know? Because there's a lot of songs right. on the, on this list. You you really need to. That made me. That is another thing that kind of made me wonder where he's from now too, because like I I don't Texas. know if Ice T would be the first. Yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah, I I see not the first person I'm going to for the forward and the cosign. Me either. If we if we doing a book like this. Mhm. That's true. And even if you did, I mean, I, I wonder how much they talk because um, like how you go with like, all right, you picking the most important songs, but then you you don't say anything about you go at six in the morning before schooly D's. Like that's what I'm yeah, saying. We, like, we were just talking about that. Me and we're talking yep. about ah oh, six in the morning and yeah. That, that could be a nod to the forward. Like I mean, PSK <laughs> would definitely be the song I would go with over <clears throat> that personally. Right. For obvious reasons. I mean, it's that the song is still legendary. It's not like it's not, mm-hmm. but. You have to be a certain level of head to to be like to put PSK on this list. Yep. As opposed to six in the morning, and and know why? Because we already covered that on our other show, on our gangster rap show. Because <laughs> that shit is derivative. Are we are we calling our homeboy's credentials? <laughs> I mean, are we calling his head card into question? <laughs> Does anybody recall when he talked about six in the morning? Did he actually talk about that? Hold on, I'm about to go through here and see. Did he actually talk about it? 
And Bobby has Mm-hmm. If he does. I'll let him have it. I gotta play that song now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he quoted Ice T giving the school D props. Okay. So he's not, he's not, but see, that would make me pick PSK instead of that song, though. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, like, if this book is, you know, for, if this book is supposed to do what he intended on it doing, and that's like, all right, I'm going to give you the the starter, mm-hmm. the most influential, the most influential version of that. That's the other thing. He out the lunch, he out the lunch for, uh, it's a particular <laughs> song he got on his list. They put him out to lunch for me too because of that too. Uh oh, hold on. Let's go out to lunch now. Let's see what Aaron said. He said he said PSK inspired the first gangster rap song. That's not the same as being the first gangster rap song itself. Um, yeah, hard. Okay, so <laughs> PSK did not inspire. The, the, didn't inspire it. PSK was it? Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's see now. That's see now. He really out the lunch because this, because then he kind of. No, let's go out the lunch. We out the lunch running now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Out the lunch. So, yeah. so now, so now, so now, dude, dude, really out the lunch now. And he out the lunch because if if you're going to do that, if you're going to do that, all right, six in the morning is the actual first gangster rap song. After you just got done talking about the the message, essentially being the 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 starting point for that, like he like he essentially talked about that. In that uh-huh. particular part where you talk about the message being the starting point to like inspire that, so like why wouldn't you why wouldn't you put PSK right next to that? Mm. So he has a blurb in here too about why he picked Sucker and Thieves over it's like that. So he so he does understand what <laughs> I just got done. You know, rattling on about, and then he gives kind of his own spiel on why. I think some of this is, I think a lot of this is, a, is subjective, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. lot of it. That's part of my ugly. Mine too. I'm, I'm not, because I'm not particularly, says, I'm, not, I'm not particularly mad. But he says. It's like that was to be the marquee song on the record. That means he understands that it's like that was the marquee <laughs> song on the record. Okay. <laughs> but that wasn't the song you picked. So then I'm gonna need you to un- so then I need to understand why in that context you would then pick like down the line you would pick Dear Mama by Tupac. Like we we oh, keep saying we keep saying like the context <laughs> is completely off. 
See, the one that really put him out of the lunch for me, though, was when, and, <laughs> and it shouldn't be any surprise. It's Amelie. <laughs> Amelie, <laughs> Amelie. <laughs> Oh, I knew you were gonna hate that one, but that makes to me that unfortunately makes sense. No, it doesn't, and I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna tell you why because because like for everything, every all the reasons we just got done talking about sucking MCs and grinding for, like that those were the like grinding for you know like you know Anthony Anthony know what I'm talking about like when that shit was what it was like everybody had a freestyle for grinding, and so like yeah. what that does is. It set off. It sets off like a formula for that. So now, after that happened, like essentially what happened, like is like you got every year after that you had another either Timberland or Pharrell type of track that came out that did the yeah. same that did something similar, or you had another producer that did something similar that yeah. like was the, that was the that was the essential track that you you know everybody had to rap over. And like Amelie is basically just like the. It is basically falling from the same tree, and, and but, yeah. From, I, that's why I wouldn't put eighty nine through ninety two past this guy because he's like just old enough to get that, but just young enough to put a million on his list. Yeah, but it's like you said, or like you just said, Aaron. That's kind of fruit from the same tree right mm-hmm. like it's not like it's it's not like it was done in the same way like grinding was done in a different way like it wasn't like it wasn't like it it took uh the the formula right after and just said here this is how we're gonna do it so like once like i said once grinding happened then it was like hey let's it was like everybody now is like it's like obligatory like you know a mama song it's yeah. like obligatory yeah. to have yeah. a song on your record a song, a song on your record with everybody's favorite beat. Like, it was like, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, Amelia is like, it falls from the worst part of the tree, in my in my opinion. Well, and you guys, it's, it's not like, you know, I didn't hate Wayne. Hate is a strong word. Yeah, I didn't necessarily love him either, but, you know, by that time, you know, like, I mean, the list gets they get the the list gets uber commercial around a certain time anyway, so Yeah. <laughs> also part of my ugly <laughs> <laughs> Like really super so that like that song doesn't shock me because partially because of that and partially because everybody had a fucking rhyme to that song. Everybody. Right. Everybody but like that's mom. what I'm saying. Like it was the by that time it was the thing to do. It wasn't the yeah. thing. Like we always like we talk about how a lot of the songs on this list are meant to be the influential version of something that right. you came across and said, "Oh, that's the shit now." Like so, like for Amelie to be on this verse, like it's like but what that's was the part point of the in that? Why that's calling everything into question because some of this stuff isn't. It's not vibing with what you're saying. Yeah, at all. Right. And that isn't the only yeah. song that's not doing that. It's like a lot of songs that aren't like like he keeps jumping back and forth. Like I like again, if you start at Rapper's Delight, he explains, okay, Rapper's Delight is isn't the first hip hop song, obviously. But it's right. the most commercially recognized hip hop song that made us understand that this shit is now a genre. 
So then we go, yeah, okay, exactly. that that makes sense. We we know why you put this on here. But like you said, the shit does not continue throughout. My ugly is the, is, is is like the, is what you're talking about. Now, it's like there's no continuity about why shit is where it's it's too subjective. I don't understand what what the pattern is. It's like the it's like the other it's like the it's like the first half of the book was like uber technical and then like the later half of the book is like more emotional. Yeah, like here's the songs I like. <laughs> right. <laughs> from, from so, or like or, or or just essentially or just essentially the songs that I heard a lot around that particular time. Right. I you know, I wonder what kind of listener he is now though. Like if you asked him what would he consider himself? I mean, I don't think it was. I don't think he was trying to be personal about it, because I mean, he might not even he might not even be the type that was listening to Amelia a lot. But like, if you go back True. to that particular year, if you go back to the, that particular year, it's like, how can I not? It, you probably looking at it from an emotional standpoint, like, how can I not put this on the list when this is the every time that track came on? You know what I'm saying? Somebody had a new freestyle over it. I think, and and, and that's the reason why I'm kind of asking that question, because that would be. You know, like, what were you really listening to during that time? Were you really listening to, you know, Lil Wayne? Right, true. You know, well, I, got the impression, I got the impression he was a casual listener, so he probably listened to the radio. If you're a casual listener, should you be the person to write this book? Not on your own. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think and, you can If you if you're gonna be casual about it, I think that depends on the criteria. Because if you're gonna go off like commercial or impactful songs, then the radio is a good gauge to use for that. Mhm. No, I mean I get. See, this is the thing, though. I get that part, but now that you is- have to make it like, all right. By this time, by this time, this particular this particular time frame that we're talking about. Rap is mm-hmm. popular, so none of the none of the songs that we're talking about anymore is like is doing that anymore. Okay, rap is rap is already popular, so it's not it's not a it's not a feat to you know do that anymore. Now you have to do something that changes what everybody else is doing on the radio. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah you got you got to be soldier boy. Oh oh, <laughs> I'm I'm hitting the button for that. <laughs> I mean, see, there you go. Like, see, that's funny because, like, now, I mean, if we going by that, I mean, I think he was trying to, I think he was trying to stay true to like the whole, you know, hip hop head point of view. To so, I guess that's why he picked those particular songs because he knew mm. he wasn't. I mean, if you put Soldier, if you put Soldier Boy on his list, then like, you know, somebody probably would have just said, yeah, don't even. He's not getting no recommendations at all for this book. Yeah, but I don't. Mm, like, like hip hop right? best the I ever had right? by Drake on your list. He just wanted an excuse to get Drake doing <laughs> pottery in his book. <laughs> <laughs> that picture funny as shit. That 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 actually is hilarious. Yeah, like after a while, he just started giving he just started giving props to the most popular rap song of that year. Uh, it yeah, wasn't like even like the, like I wasn't like, even... like yeah, it just it 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 started out like as I said like 
like like half a hip hop head list, and the other half is like uber poppy. Right. Yep. Like all the commercials. That's pretty much shit. what it was. Like I wasn't even mad. Like that's it. I think that was that. Well, we gonna get to my ugly. But like I wasn't even mad at the whole like you know uh, because he he made like you know he started talking shit about Nas fans, but you know I get it. I get it how sometimes motherfuckers can be, but um, I wasn't I wasn't one of those people that was mad at that. I get it. I get why you picked Juicy over anything that came off of Illmatic, and everything he said about it made sense to me. I wasn't mad at any of that. See, I kind of am because in in light of you having five, he on here five times. To me, mm, it's yeah. How about that? Yeah, right. Your your bias is just showing. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. True. That means you are a bigger Jay fan, and you know than a Nas fan, and that's really why he ain't up here that much. Not because he gave me your juicy argument. Yeah. <laughs> Super subjective. Yeah. I think the fact too that this book, like the publishing date, is listed as 2015. He probably overestimated some of these songs <laughs> later on the list. Mm. That yeah, one, that, that that long ago when you think, I mean, it's 2019 now. We're like, oh my god, we can't believe it. But like, I've been in Chicago. I was in Chicago for two years when this book came out, like, and I got here in 2013. It wasn't that long ago. So was Control popping like that when you got there? How would I know? (laughs) (laughs) I have divorced myself from all that shit by then. So, like, you really had to stand out, like, you know, well, I mean, I did, I did too, but I still caught wind of that. Eh, I would say I no. Had the song maybe twice. I heard the song maybe twice. I was like, man. Yeah, <laughs> I would say no. I would definitely say, like, just there were there were a bunch of Kendrick songs popping. What, like, when I first. I would say maybe 2013, 2014. But the, but that was when Good Kid hit. Yeah. And then it, it was every fucking where, everywhere. Mhm. Yeah, that's a that's another thing. Like ne- like looking back at it now, like um even around that time, like the vibe around that particular song was weird. Like the control, like it was like it was like everybody was having this conversation about oh you know we bringing real rap back and the competitive edge that it used to have and all that it was like mm-hmm. it was like this weird energy that everybody's trying to force it it was like let's yeah. let's force <laughs> let's let's force the like the the competitive edge that hip hop used to have and it was weird it was weird seeing it like that uh, you know what that was right around the time when Nas had responded to J Cole that let Nas down yeah. uh-huh. so like. Like, now it's time to set the stage for that because, like, everybody in the game was like, yo, this is the kind of shit we need. We need more of this. And then you drop the control verse, and everybody like, yo, this is the kind of shit we need. We need more of this. <laughs> like, right. It was, like this forced, it was like this forced, this forced narrative of what hip-hop should be compared to what it was around the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I feel like 
I think that's a now that I'm yeah, you're right. Cause now that I'm thinking about it, like I remember like a lot of older cats around the time when I was like talking about J. Cole and Kendrick, like they was kinda mm-hmm. off put by it. They was like they was like the young boy, he sound all right, but something about them was like not vibing and they was like they couldn't get with it. Like I, it was the same energy it was the same It was the same energy with Lupe. It was the same energy with Lupe too. I remember when Lupe was out like a lot of a lot of older people around me, like they was like, eh, you know, he's spitting well, but see, I, I it, it was well. Everybody in my well, let's see. Me and my me and my like ha, me and half my friends love Lupe. Mm. And then, uh, but see, okay, this is hard mm. because Lupe too deep. The, well, it's not even. It's it's not that. It's more so. The his song structure. Even a certain segment of people like like my friends who are artsy. Mm-hmm. They still like their hip-hop a certain way. Like, they grew up in the 80s when, like, early 80s when hip-hop was more, like, to the street. Yeah. You know, and they're used to their hip-hop being a certain way. So when some of the people that we like came along and started, like, really differentiating themselves, like Daylight or Trot, they were like, eh, they all right, but I like my hip-hop like this. You know, like, and I, <laughs> right, like, right, yeah, that, right. That definitely, I see that a lot more with my East Coast friends. Like they, yeah. I think you, you know what? That might have been what it was, because I remember, like, I, I remember a lot of, uh, I, I remember people, I remember people around me were just like, like they would listen to Lupe, and they was like, they was like, that, like it was kind of like my brother was still alive around that time, and he was, and he was like weird about it. He was just like, I kind of get why you like the ball, but. Something about it ain't hitting for mm-hmm. me, and I and now I when I look back at it, I'm like it's an emotional, it's an emotional attachment that he can't have with it. That you know what I'm saying? Like it's like mm-hmm. it's not it's the same way it he can listen to like a Wu a Wu Tang, right? It's not like the same way he can listen to Wu Tang or my beef or a big pun or some shit like that. Yeah, like that, like he, cause like I had some of my friends and we were talking, even Yay, we were talking about Yay. And they were like, no, I don't like the boy. Uh-uh. I'm like, what? Yeah. He's, he's dope. You know, nah, nah, nah. But see, like I, I, I kind of feel the same way about Kanye, though. Like, anything y'all just described, I kind of feel that way about Kanye, which is weird. But it's the same reason why they, because, like, you like a bunch of shit they ain't never touching. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it's weird. I, re- I, I think you have different reasons. Because, like, they but they're also not going to touch, like, okay, well, we don't. But, I mean, I sometimes, like, they wouldn't deal with Outkast. Uh-huh. You know, like, or, like I. Or they probably wouldn't, right, or they probably wouldn't listen to, like, a, a Mad Lib or something like that. No, well, I put some no. of that. I put some of that. I put some of that on the production too, because a lot of those beats are different for people. It isn't just the beats. It's the that daylight is just yeah. They're too off the grid of what in their mind hip hop is supposed to be. Is is beats and rock. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Because some people might feel the same way. Even <laughs> even now, some people might feel the same way about uh. About well, Chris. Yeah, I can't find yep. nobody to tell tell, tell about that. <laughs> Besides, yeah, like yeah, cooler, 
cooler and death for the only two other people I can talk to about them drugs. But um, but the other thing about see that's why I say it's an emotional attachment because the other thing about somebody like Outkast like it's older cats that like they'll listen to certain Outkast records. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I know like I remember like um I, my some of my cousins they would listen to certain common records and then like when he started doing the you know the <laughs> what he was doing like with the yeah, when he started doing that, they was kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, like they, you know, they put me on because they like, they like, no, nah, this ain't the same boy. Like, he used to, you know what I'm saying? He used to be, uh-huh. you know, he used to be a little Got, more, like, yeah, he used to be a little more rugged. Is that a journey? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, is that a in a snapback? Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, because these people straight up, then they like looking at this shit like, where your fat go rope at? But they lot specifically addressed this shit like, I don't need that shit to be able to rhyme and this is who I am and, you know, of course we all love that, but some motherfuckers are just like, that shit ain't hip-hop to me. Yeah. I need, yeah, that makes sense. I, 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 I need I get some, it. Break, <laughs> but, um, I get some break beats. I need a fila suesu. I need you to have your go on. And if you don't do those things... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, I need I need sixty nine death threats. How about they call you on DMX death threats? No, no, no. Like not even like not even that far into it. Like a lot of mm-hmm. the dudes that I know who are old heads, like you know my age now. If they really like hardcore, like old school hip hop, they don't like that shit because that's part of shit we complained about. Like when when Biggie first came yeah. in. And he, he, he and I always tell y'all, like, part of the issue that we took with him in the beginning is that he didn't rhyme the way you wanted your MC to boast about himself. He didn't brag about how fly his rhymes were. He talked about all the ways he could kill you and your grandma and your cousin and your sister and your plant and your fish. <laughs> and we, okay. we didn't consider that shit you know, like a lot of us, we didn't consider that shit in seeing at the time. So then you had a bunch of old heads that didn't like that shit either because that that's not in seeing to me. I'm seeing to me is what Rakim does or what mm. you know Big Daddy right. does. See, but all of that makes sense to me. Like all of that, like when you explain stuff like that, or like when I or like when I when I hear like other people explain stuff like that, like that makes sense to me why we had to have a day lie. It's like we done yeah. took it like when you by the time you get to rock him and G rap, it's like okay, this this way of making hip hop is like been taken to the maximum. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like pun intended. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um like so we have to kinda like do something a little more different with it. And you know what I'm saying? Yep. And then like towards the late late nineties, even people that's within that particular sphere of like, you know, conscious offbeat kinda hip hop, like they had to do something different with it, you know what I'm saying? So, it, mm-hmm. it makes sense. I mean, it does to me too, but then you have a bunch of people who just, like, who love some shit and then, like, during that shift and then hated the whole Afrocentric time period in hip-hop because they feel like that shit filtered their shit out, you know, where it didn't, like, it's not coming hard as it used to come, and now here we got the R&B infiltrating and you know, it starts getting to a place that we don't want it to go, and now it ends up, you know, 
all up in your videos. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Come to death row. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. Okay, let's get to the let's get to the ugliness. It's time for the Oh, yeah, ugly. Yeah, so ugly. All right, ugly and <laughs> ugly. We already spoiled all minds. Like the book is subjective as hell. You can tell that. Like I feel like a part of this list is very shallow. Like shallow choices picked for shallow reasons that he went back and tried to justify after the fact. Um. It's an interesting thing that Aaron brought up. Like, what kind of music was he actively listening to at the time? I doubt that. He was digging into a bunch of the list that he put out there. You know, he might have heard it in passing or whatever, or just heard other people's experiences with it, or just, you know, got that from his homeboys or whatever the situation may be with that. Um... Another one of my uglies is Dear Mama. <laughs> wow. Well, wow. I need to know why. This shit is, because this shit is funny now. We've, we've identified some shit. <laughs> it's a running joke. It's a running joke. I, I, filmed, I filmed the timeline and I saw that and like I knew what I was dealing with. I knew what I was getting ready to yeah, myself. Yeah, how about that? I already figured, like I, I started to expect it to be somewhat subjective and all that. I started to expect part of it to be like fan service or whatever, which is part of why I'm interested to see the documentary that's based on this, because I know he can see. But that's, but that's the that's the funny thing. Like when I saw Dear Mama, I'm like, okay, like that makes sense, being as though you started off with Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I understand it was a huge it was a huge song, but at the same time, like we already like Miss Miss said, we already stamped that as like a red flag, if you will. Turning that point. Just put me right with like, yeah, you're right. Like when I saw that, I was like, ah, I see what's going on here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The plot didn't stick It did the opposite of that. <laughs> right. I, I get what you're saying. Like influential, like for better or worse, in this case, worse. Right. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this case, which is another thing I had a problem with, like back to the shadow thing. Let's Tupac songs are on here versus how many Tupac songs and how many Biggie songs are up here? Pop, pop. Two right off the bat, Tupac songs and one Big John. One Big John? Yeah, one Big John. Yeah, I remember seeing at least, I remember seeing at least uh, three Pop songs, I think it was. Tupac fan and a Jay Z fan at the same time. I was, I was getting ready to, 
about that like I'm thinking about it now and my brother was weird about that because like he was he was in indi- he was indifferent like he's a huge biggie fan he was a huge biggie uh-huh. fan but he's indifferent he's indifferent about Nas and Jay-Z like he don't care one way or the other like both uh-huh. of them might have songs that he both of them might have songs that he like here and there but the thing is he 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 don't like like he, he really don't like Jay so he'll pick Nas by default but he indifferent like he really indifferent about it. Why you say that before? Yeah. Like you know, like that was a hip hop hit. Like not have a an opinion on Jay versus Nas. Ah. Yeah, like he enjoyed. Like he didn't. Like he don't like Jay, so he enjoyed Ether. Like that's the kind of thing he was. <laughs> 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 that's so wait a minute. So why did he not like Jay? Um, I don't know. Like he always said, it was like something corny about him that he just didn't like. He ne- like it was just always something corny about the boy. But like mm-hmm. I don't know, like like back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but like, if you ask him, like if you ask him, like you know, like he'll listen to Reasonable Doubt. Like he indifferent about both of them. Like I and I noticed that because like like he he the reason I know Reasonable Doubt and Illmatic because he had both of them. But you mm-hmm. know he just had he just happened to like those two. And it's like you know that's his, that's that's really as far as he would go with it. Like he like they got songs he'll cherry pick, but he didn't care one way or the other about either of them. Like he really he a heavy big fan. And I already told you he didn't really care about uh he didn't really care about Pac. Like he said he didn't understand the hype about Pac when Pac came out because he wasn't really popping in Philly. No, he wasn't. Nope. It wasn't until much later. I still don't think he that popping. That's just a popular choice. It's just a popular choice. I mean, he was he was he was popular where I was at as early as like when my homies call and all that kind of stuff. Like, you yeah. know, yeah. Mm-hmm. That must be but, some. That must be some air. That must be some air sign shit. He was in a Aquarius, so. <laughs> yeah, it might be. So yeah, okay. so it's like I'm gonna just. It's like I'm gonna go sure, left. I'm gonna go sure left ugly. anyway. Um. My ugly. My ugly was the the later end of the book. Like by the time I got to by the time I got to, you know, the real slim shady, I was done. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty big song. I mean, I get I get that I get that it was big, but it wasn't it's it's the same reason y'all made it dear mama. It's like, okay, uh <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. it's like, you know, yeah, it's 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 changing, it's adding something to the conversation, but what is exactly is it adding? Mm-hmm. I mean, what does Best I Ever Had by Drake add to the conversation? <laughs> Nothing. By that see, but by that time I feel like he just <laughs> gave up. It was like like he didn't even like he didn't even try to, you know what I'm saying? He didn't even try to like explain what was going on in them later years, like. Cause it was all still fresh. That's why I say like the 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 time frame too might have added to that. True. Like he might have overestimated some of them songs later on in the list. 
See, but th- see, but that right there let me know that you didn't do your homework because I already, uh, I already realized by time, by uh-huh. time Amelie came out, I already saw what this was. I said, oh, they trying to, they trying to, you know, do the thing that we did with grinding back in O two. Uh-huh. Like I already uh-huh. saw what it was. It just, it just looked a little different because everybody was putting out mixtapes and freestyle videos and shit on YouTube. <sighs> you know, cause Soldier Boy. <laughs> yeah, right. Big Soldier. Big Draco. Uh, again. It was a Draco. It was a Draco that you got me when you said that. <laughs> Just Drake. 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 <laughs> like, yeah, Drake. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point, Drake is even more famous for dancing badly than Soldier Boy is for doing a an entire dance. I, Wait, you, I, mean, I, you mean Drake beat Drake beat all up in the videos? Drake a legend. His own videos, though. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to himself. Drake a legend. <laughs> oh my god! A legend of what? <laughs> that Canadian, Canadian biracial Bob. Wow, he really Look. is like the he really is like the perfect version of Puffy at this point. Mm. Oh, no. Stronger, better, bigger, better, you better. Called uh-huh. the perfect version of Puffy, the version that got slapped silly by Puffy. <laughs> yeah, how about that? I think that's what it was. <laughs> I think that's what it was. He was like, "You playing in my lane, young yeah, young boy." <laughs> I don't care nobody say. I think that slap was way deeper than just him taking a beat, quote unquote. I don't know. Yep. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Well, I think he, I think I think Puff I think Puff was offended. He playing in his lane and he wasn't even doing it right. I don't know about him anymore. I you know because he makes. He's, he's he's made some questionable choices in life, and now he's mad that people are following that people have followed behind him but didn't do it right. What does that even mean? I I get like <laughs> you ain't even be as lazy as I was when I did this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like okay. I think I think what it was is that like everybody everybody kind of just like. I don't know, like off the bat, like uh, like Drake, Drake allowed, like he made it a thing to take shots at him, like he's famous because he's an uh, easy target. I hate that shit. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. with with Puff, I don't feel like Puff. I, I don't feel like Puff kind of. I don't think he kind of grabbed that kind of energy. I felt like Puff still wanted you to respect him, even if you knew what he was doing. He still wanted you to. Like, you know what I'm saying? He well, wasn't you know what? You... Then you better do something too fucking different, my dude. Mm-mm. Sign of the times. Sign of the times. Yeah, like, so explain to me how Puffy sounds different than Soldier Boy at this point. It's the same conversation. It's the same conversation. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like Soldier Boy I feel like Soldier Boy um is an opportunist in that way too, where he 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 mm-hmm. invite he invite the jokes to be made. Him and Drake invite jokes to, and and memes to be made about them. That's how you get popping. 
Fuck the yeah. music. Fuck the music. Or do something dumb on the internet. Right. <laughs> Where I feel like right. I feel like somebody like Puff. I feel like somebody like Puff looked down on some shit like that. Whereas like if that's how you want you know what I'm saying? Like I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think Puff was the type to let you like you know what I'm saying? If you say something about Puff, I feel like back in the day if you said something about Puff in Shorts magazine, you gonna get a visit to your office. Oh hell yeah. Puff right. is a whole yeah. lot more like um like Shub than he wants to admit. Seriously. You don't get a finger a finger a finger in the mouth. <laughs> Yo <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> that definitely gets the butt. Uh, uh, uh. So, okay, my bad. No, my ugly. My ugly. So, as we said before, there are several things happening on this objective list. It's 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 giving away way too much about the author. Like I just said, like I shouldn't be able to. The first half of the list is picked without context. Like about to about mm, till about ninety one. Yep. Because and it's and it's most likely because he's the author is not old enough, you know, to have lived through that the golden age and the the bronze the bronze and the golden era. Of hip hop, so he's he's a little bit more objective, or he wasn't involved. involved. Well, he's he's more than likely. I want to guess he's probably a millennial. What do you guys think? At the most, I give him he's like at the cusp of late a late millennial. At the most, late or early? Nah, I would say I would say I would say he a little older. Yeah, he's a. He's probably an early millennial, like maybe even a tad older than you two, but not yeah, I don't quite. Think he's yeah. much older. I don't think he's much older. Probably than like Shouters being being yeah. age or some shit like that. Yeah, something like that. And so I think that part of it is just the part that he knows about. But like, okay, for instance, if I try to get him to name a Treacherous Three song, he probably couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe he doesn't know who, you know, who, like if we started naming groups from that bronze, from that bronze era, mm-hmm. outside of Run DMC, he might not be able to name you anybody. That's okay. Which is okay. I mean, didn't he, have, didn't he have some people on that list though? He had like Funky Four Plus One, I think was on, I think I seen their name come up. He did, but that's, that like, this is the kind of stuff you find out when you research. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying, yeah. Even you know, the slight, slightest amount of research. Yep. So if I go in, like, like even now, like, say, say you got, I mean, if you got a subscription to anything, if you type in, you know, right. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Fox, uh-huh. the shit that was out during that time, and Funky 4 Plus 1 is going to come up. Uh-huh. You could just so you start you could just start a radio station work. or a playlist off of off of any of those. How about that? Now. Yep. And and then you won't get everything that was yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But and then the other half of the list, like Ant is saying 
it's like hmm. giving away to me what who, who you are a little bit more. Like we've identified, there's more, there's more Tupac songs and Biggie songs. There's more Jay songs. That this list is all over the place. It's like the first half of it is a bit more objective, kind of. Yeah. For that kind of. context, and then the half, like the second half of it, is uber commercial. It's super subjective. And it's all over the place. I, I don't know what you really are trying to do with it, besides show me that you are a Tupac and a Jay Z fan. Instead of really giving me a comprehensive list of what song you really thought, some of these are on the you know are on. I'm not gonna shit on it like like I would I would definitely say grinding is on the, in, 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 yeah. like, in the club, in the club. right on the head yeah. Yeah, that's on the head you know but how hard is it though like like Aaron was saying earlier like if you don't know grinding was the, sh- was the shit that's on the nose on 2002 at his, at his age it's kind of like what rock were you under right mm-hmm how did you not, you know, everybody knew the Neptunes were the fucking shit by, you know, by about 2002. I kind of want to know when he started listening to rap. Mm. Like, I know for a fact he was listening to it by 2007. That's all I know. Well, because of, because of when his book, um, when he started to write, you mean? Yeah. Because of the, um, the Bum B coloring book. Yo, that I like that coloring book. Aaron, you need to look at that coloring book. We gotta make our coloring book. I know we gotta get that joint popping. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I think I need to know a little more of what actual song was the song of that year, why it was important, and less that here's the shit I like. It's the same argument I always make with anybody when I'm arguing hip-hop or having a conversation or discussion about it. I don't want to know why about the shit that you like and why you think the shit you like is dope, per se. More that I want to know your criteria for what you're picking and that you're not being uber-biased about why you're picking it. Right. Because some, of his, like some of his reasons some of his reasons was kind of cheap. Mm-hmm. A bit flimsy. It was like, okay, Benita Applebaum, um, and it's the song because it's not just, you know, I could have picked a, a bunch of, I could have picked these other love songs, but I'm going to pick this particular love song because it's a love song that does it in this way. I mean, at the same time, you could have picked I Got It Made. Or, yep. you know what I mean? Like. Subjective. And then there's a lot of people who, yeah, a lot of people who are missing from this list. Like, like where's the, where's the rapping go-go? Like, where's the, where's the Heavy D and the Boys on this list? From where? Right. Because, 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 because you were, you're saying this. And and it's important that you said this, Aaron. 
there are some things that became a thing. Like in the in the '80s, hip hop and go go became a thing that you joined together. Right. Yeah. Like right around '88, '87, '88. Mhm. And it was it was there all the time. So it was like. And there were a lot of popular songs that kept, like "Can't Play," "Rolling with Can't Play," was a huge um, song at the time that came out that was like that. "Salt and Pepper," "Shake right. the Thing" was a song that was like that. like there were yeah. a lot of there there's some stuff that's missing if you're talking about what you're talking about. Uh-huh. So then again, yeah. I'm trying to figure See, out the, what uh, is this list trying to do. According to the way he do this list, according to the way he do this list, the first song he probably gonna come across is doing the butt. <laughs> <laughs> are like super like like really analytical about stuff now like we don't even like enjoy like all these songs you're talking about like i i understand them from the sense you coming from like the way you explain them is like we enjoyed these records organically we didn't like like nowadays when motherfuckers sit down with a record like they they go into it they listen to it and they kind of just like you know they want to. The first thing you get in is a review online about what they like or what they didn't I was like just about to talk about that. Mm, yeah, like nobody is like organically. Nobody's organically enjoying this shit no more. Uh-huh. Anytime somebody put an album out before the end of the day, you got an article talking about why it's album of the year. Like shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. <laughs> album of the year. Uh-oh, you know, you know they what? people. That we don't do that. I think we let ourselves marinate on shit before we start critiquing it first. Sometimes I don't even listen right. to shit until everybody start talking about it. Mm. Yeah, not even that, but like, all right, like even back in the day, like you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, Miss Mitch. Like I feel like your 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 heaviest hip hop head could like if if you was the like if you was the like pick out a song that everybody just organically enjoyed. Outside mm-hmm. of lyrics, outside of like the most, you know, the the the, the biggest beat or whatever the case may be, outside of the technical mm-hmm. parts of it, like your biggest hip hop head would agree that okay, yeah, that song was the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though at that time, even though at that time, I might have been listening to some, you know, some motherfucking like EPMD shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's why I can some, actually some, some, play Biggie now and not be turned like because even though I was going in on Biggie at the time. Right. You know, when when fucking hypnotize comes on now, you know, comes on now, I'm like Biggie Biggie. I'll start singing it. Like <laughs> you know. Right, because like, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a, I mean, what's yeah. shit? Because at the same time that's why But that's why see that's why I think that's why I listen to music the way I do too. Like a lot of times like motherfuckers like motherfuckers feel like just because I critique shit so hard 
that I'm above listening to a Drake record. But I listen mm. to a Drake record. I'm like, I'm like, if this is where we at right now, and this is what's playing, and, and, and it come on, you know what I'm saying? And I can genuinely like, you know, vibe to it outside of like, you know, getting all technical about what the fuck I don't like about it. If mm-hmm. I can genuinely do that to it, then yeah, I can cherry pick some shit. But I'm mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to. But I think that's the problem. Like, everybody won't be so technical about shit, man. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm not going to dispute that Amelia was everywhere. I'm not going to dispute that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it it happened. Like it, it, it happened. Even though I didn't like this shit, I'm not going to dispute it. But you got people that will sit there and be like, you hey, know, well, if it passes, if it passes the block party test, it's a good song. Well, I mean, we know Drake is a thing. It's, it's not yeah. like we like Drake ain't whatever. Drake ain't popular. No, we understand Drake is a thing. We don't. You right. know, I'm not so partaking of it, but he like <laughs> right. Oh, he's definitely a thing, and like you know, certain songs come on. Like if I mean, if Hot Blind Bling comes on, I'm not gonna turn it off, and I'll probably start singing. I am. I will ASAP cut that shit off. Please, <laughs> thumb down, dislike, never play again. Pandora, thank you. <laughs> I mean, nah. I'm just all about. I'm all. Of, I'm all about enjoying a record organically. Like you know, what I'm saying like, I, and I think that's what's missing them. Like people are so quick to be like, oh well, you know, what I'm saying everybody like, especially like the hardcore lyric. You know, what I'm saying people that just like so heavy on lyrics and shit like that. Like they'll be like, oh, what the fuck was so great about Fife or what the fuck was so great about Q-Tip? And it's like you, like you know, what I'm saying like you weren't. You sound like somebody that just like either like was trying to be so left you were trying to be super left or yeah. or you weren't around to enjoy the context of what that song was at the time you know what i'm saying like that sounds like the weirdo to me who says that it does i see that stuff online all the time and i always ignore it because i always assume the same things you're either trying to throw out the unpopular opinion or you miss context and I think it's mostly with these people is that you have zero con- like I remember this time that I was arguing this dude up and down about Dean I think I talked about this about D'Angelo's brown sugar. Mm. Okay. He gets one to the song post on YouTube you know, uh, one of the postings of it and he tries to shake everybody up, talk about this song was um, written about heroin, and I was like, "Fuck, no, no!" Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, "Well, D'Angelo, you know," and I, I'm gonna say allegedly, because I and I don't give a shit. I love D'Angelo. D'Angelo, I love you. Three hundred pounds. I love you. I don't care. <laughs> I love you. Three hundred pounds eating a cheeseburger. It doesn't even matter. I love you, D'Angelo. But it's rumored, you know, it's been rumored for years that D'Angelo, you know, allegedly it has been an addict at, at some point. And I'm not saying it's true, but it's rumored. 
So dude was just arguing me up and down. This song is, is about heroin because D'Angelo was a heroin addict from blah, blah, blah. I was like, so please explain to me the references to Philly Blunt and Chocolate Tie. Uh, wait. And I, I wait. guess I guess he thought I guess he thought people was rolling their heroin up in that stuff back then. <laughs> like what the fuck? And then after I pointed out to him that there's a zillion songs, a zillion hip hop songs about rolling your weed up in Philly Blunt and smoking it, right. and that chocolate tie is a strain of weed. He is not still even not even that. Not even that, but what kind of like like what what like what <laughs> context do you have of the nineties to even think that somebody was doing and like heroin was a popular drug to do in ninety four? But not even that. Beyond that, one step beyond that, Aaron. So yes, were were people first of all, rock stars did heroin around that time. So you know, all the, like, real popular, like, rock stars during those time periods right. were making all of that grunge. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were heroin addicts. You know, some that of them allegedly told them you full-blown no, because like, um, old boy from, um, the lead singer to, um, to the Hatchley Peppers, half his songs were about his freaking heroin addiction. Right. Anthony King, like, Under the Bridge, it was about going on the bridge getting high so I get it but here's the context that's rock music black people before the millennial generation did not make happy go lucky ditties about drugs (laughs) it was never done like we and we have talked about this fucking extensively even when Grab um uh your boy uh what's the name was making um white lies. He was high as fuck off cocaine, telling you not to snort cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking later like said that shit. He was like, I I was high as fuck off coke at that time when I was telling people not to sniff it. But he was like, that shit that you just didn't do. And he was, we didn't. You didn't tell people to to do drugs, hard drugs. Black folks never did that. So now all of a sudden you think because you are the generation that comes up and is talking about being on hard drugs and being depressed and smoking dope, like not marijuana, but like some hard shit. It has always been like that. See, that's, see, that's the other thing that pissed me off, though. Yeah. That's the other thing that pissed, pissed me off with those kind of arguments, though, because, like, like people like that, like, I don't care what age you are, like, that's just ignorant, like, to to sit there and do shit where it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use some shit that I, that, that I feel like um, is attached to this particular demographic of um, certain people of certain age to justify mm. some shit that I'm doing. You get what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like it's like okay, well they was doing drugs back in the day, and it's like so that's why you know we make songs about doing drugs, and you know everybody did it, and it's like you, you gonna use that to justify some shit, but at the same time talk shit about 
the way motherfuckers used to do shit back then. Like if you play some old, like if you if you give a motherfucker a real break beat to rap over, then they'd be like, oh, we don't do that shit no more. But you want to sit there, <laughs> but you want to sit there and take some shit. Like everybody was like, what you got? <laughs> right. Like we had this right. conversation. People, we we talked about selling it, and it, nobody was trying to like actually fucking smoke it unless they was doing that shit in secret, like DMX or um who else did that shit in secret and didn't talk about it somebody else this one no secret <laughs> well that's the other thing too that's the other thing I, I feel like I, I feel like other is i feel like um in, in ways like you know hip-hop did something that i always noticed with r&b too like i noticed with r&b like like real r&b like when they when they talking about like you know cheating or being unfaithful, the the song is a little more like the song sounds different. The song sounds a little more remorseful. You get what I'm saying? And so it's remorse of like yeah yeah like you know like um like as we lay or you know what kind of man would I be? Like the song sounds remorseful. It sounds like God is in the room and you need to be ashamed of yourself. So <laughs> like Word. like in the same. In the same sense, in the same sense, hip hop did the same thing with drugs. I realized, like, when you listen to a song like, you know, DMX talking about slipping and falling, like, you know, what I'm saying, like, the song sounds like it's a remorseful kind of, kind of, you know, vibe to it, where it's like, you know, I'm not proud. This is not something that I'm proud of. Like, hip hop does that with it. Well, not now. Now everybody's proud of the, the, the hard drugs they're on. Right. Well, see, that's a well, that's the thing that like that, that hip hop has always been like. Uh, a, a, a conduit for it because the same in the same sense like now when you throw hip hop on R and B now cheating sounds cute it's like it's not remorseful it's like you're the one for me you know so um so I don't think we have yeah I think about this shit too much a, I think about it too much I I mean I be thinking about this shit too that, that's why when you said that um I don't like rap songs with R&B artists but I like R&B songs with rap artists on it that's it like I think about dumb shit like that all the time like right right <laughs> right <laughs> and somebody will look at me like what the fuck are you I literally have people talking talking to me like people are talking about but my pop reference sexuals and my brothers get this shit they understand what that shit is when, when I say that, or say something crazy like that, which is the reason why we're here for you. We're here for you. Like that, you understand it. Um, Just stick I don't for a second. have recess, but this is what we're going to attempt to do next week, right? Dun dun dun.
after 2001. Or anything after 2004 is just, or yeah, or, or, or 2002 is good. Yeah, like we should leave everything else on the cutting room floor for now. Yeah. I mean, how do you top, you know, 2006, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. <laughs> how, do you, how do you top that? <laughs> Still flipping them chickens. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I presented that argument to this dude who kept telling me Rick Ross was his favorite rapper. The argument oh, about him being a legend because he's hung around longer than other people, not because he's actually good. How does he take it? He thinks you're garbage. <laughs> he's been around that long because he's good, obviously. <laughs> well, he made he made about what I said about Rick Ross. Yeah, I I mean he rhymes Noriega with Noriega. How could you go wrong? I mean all he is is all he is is Biggie in Miami. That's Biggie in Miami. How um, about that? <laughs> like, we can do this all day for real. Like that's Biggie in Miami. Big pun is Puerto Rican Biggie. Like Miami. Yeah, like like yeah, that's Puerto Rican Biggie. Boy, have we seen a Biggie and Tupac? Aaron, I can see right. you talking all day long about the incarnations of Biggie and Tupac. Like oh, the incarnations, the never. That's it. Yo, that should be out the lunch. That should be out the lunch next week. The, the never ending incarnations of. Oh yeah, sound like a bad episode. A bad episode of Doctor Who. How about that? Like every time you get in the box, yeah. you come out. There's a different Biggie and Tupac. You and the Tower and it's a different Biggie. What's the worst? What's the worst version of Tupac for y'all? Lil Zane might be um, somewhere in the top five for me. The word Lil Zane to me right now. I think he might be. I, I think he might be in the top. He definitely, he definitely in the top five because he ain't even trying to hide it at all. <laughs> Wait, who is Lil Zane or Ja Rule? I, I said Lil Zane. Who is Lil Zane or Ja Lil Zane or Ja Rule? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking Ja Rule. I'm thinking Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a, sad, that's a sad state of affairs right there if you're taking Ja Rule. Yes, it is. Do you make candy count? So, here's, here's something that I thought about before. Speaking of versions of Biggie and Tupac, I feel like all these years that Jay-Z has actively been fighting other versions of Jay of of Jay-Z, which are really just other versions of new Biggie, saying, No, I'm hey, yeah. Biggie. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody would debate that. <laughs> I think he might. <laughs> you think so? You think so? I think uh, that's probably it. I think I think he kind of I think he co-signed them more than anything. Like he co-signed all the versions of uh all the all the like you know versions of of, of uh Biggie. It's weird because like two because Ti to me is like a weird mixture of both a little bit. Of of, of Biggie and Tupac. Yeah, he a weird mixture of both. Like in between, like in between, like his content and just like his demeanor, like he always, he always got a, 
his his energy kind of remind me of Pac sometimes. But like yeah. a lot of his content just bring me right back to Biggie. Well, sometimes it's because his content is this weird mix between I need to do better and fuck it, I'm about to have this bitch suck my dick. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like almost on the same song sometimes with him. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're like, really, Clifford? Really? <laughs> Is that what we're doing here? Hi, okay. Uh, but he lost me a long time ago, I think, because of that. Like, I could only do that with you so many times when I'm like, I need you to do better or just do dirty. Just do one of the right. other dudes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's a weird mixture because for, for a while I was just like, okay, this is this is um the Jay-Z of the South. And I was cool with that. I'm like, you know, his mm-hmm. track music was, you know, that was the that was the next, you know, uh, all through the reasonable doubts to me. Um, and I accepted it for what it was, but like, I don't know, like after a while it was just like, I don't know, something something about it was like a weird mixture of both. It wasn't just that. So I think we get that sometimes too, and we don't really like pay attention to it. Okay, who was Lil Wayne? Was Lil Wayne <laughs> the new Pac? Um, I would say I would say he's the new Tupac, only because of the uh, only because of the the uh, the tree that he fall from. Yeah. Because the the yeah the No Limit family is like, I was uh, mm-hmm. I was on Twitter and and uh, a couple people that um I know shout out to uh, Da Vinci and, uh, and uh, Courtesy, they was uh, talking about like uh, how uh, Master P was actively trying to make a new Tupac with Silk and C Murder and everybody in this camp. Yeah. That shit was you funny. With Silk. Yeah, yeah, offbeat. That's offbeat Tupac. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's offbeat Tupac. There's levels, levels, to it apparently. Okay. All right. I get you. Yeah, yeah. Offbeat. But we gonna get into it next week. Get into it next yeah. week. That's that. That shit right there go deep right there. I feel like that's somewhere in there. There's a there's a female there's female versions of. Oh well, yeah. Hold on. So, okay. So, look him. Obviously, we talked about that before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely that's that's female Biggie, Jay Z, all that. So, so, so wait a minute. So, if little, so if little Kim is she's female Biggie, and and Inga is female Jay Z, is she really just female Biggie though? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. She is. Other female, she's female, female, Lil Kim. You know what it is? You know what it is, though. You know what it is. Look, <laughs> we gotta go off. We gotta go off. But you know what it is? I think it's the um, it's the fact that Jay Z is like Jay Z is like the version of Biggie that will accept. It's like the acceptable version of Biggie. Like the way the way that DMX is like the more acceptable version of Tupac. Is he though? I would I would say so. I feel like I feel like people would take DMX over anybody else that we mentioned. People okay. would take DMX over Ja Rule. People would take DMX over no, over. Uh, they would definitely. Yeah. They would claim DMX in 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 public openly to people. Yep. Where, yep. Where, where, where does fifty fall? 
Um, he was definitely oh, he... due to Tupac. That's Tupac. That's Tupac on steroids, literally. Yeah, like, literally. yeah. Mm-hmm. That that <laughs> that got shot as many times too. He actually tells you. Uh, See, he another one too. He another one. I feel it got like a uh, that's like a crossbreed too. Like he got a little bit of a Biggie swag going on. He does, but he like he literally tells you in his first song, "I want people to love me like they love Pac." Now, see, see, there you go. <laughs> in in said song on this list, dun 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 dun. <laughs> Damn, I ain't called him a gorilla rabbit in years. That that old gorilla rabbit looking. Whoa! <laughs> you said that out loud. I can't. I did. At me, bro. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> He's gonna try to find out some shit about you, like, that you chase transvestites or something so he can out you on Twitter or something. I don't know. Good luck. Yeah. Wait. I'm an open picture book. Sorry, transgender. I did not do that. <laughs> I'm an open picture book. Good luck, bro. Oh, you know what? You know what? That's a good picture to put in the coloring book. Let's draw that. Let's draw um um Fifty Cent confronting you for dissing him on here. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he can look like a girl or a rabbit. What is the real it though? <laughs> Ooh, I got the perfect picture. I got the perfect picture. What's that movie? Sing? Don't you see that movie Sing? <laughs> it's his teeth, isn't it? That's what you're doing. <laughs> it's his face on top of his body. He looked like a gorilla rabbit. Oh, Yo, no. movie Sing is the scene where this group of gorillas rob a bank and they all got on rabbit masks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I feel like he really would have a bank in a in a in a in a bunny mask if it if push ever came to shove. Allegedly, you know. Allegedly. Alright, so stay tuned next week. Like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hash this out. It's gonna be seventy nine. Some of the songs might still yeah. be the same though. Some of them. Do we expect much overlap? Not as much overlap as I know. Probably not. I, I won't I go that. I promise I won't go that left. I'm gonna try not to go that left either, but I'm still gonna be like. Should we? Yeah, have, are we gonna do? Are we gonna do separate lists, or, or are we gonna just boil it down between the three of us? I think we should just boil it down. Uh, you do? Cause I well, I was gonna. Suggest we do separate lists and then we can well, we, well, we could do them separately and then compare to see what we got. That'll work. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, that's better. I think that's better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any other way, this gonna have to be a two parter. <laughs> it might. Yeah. <laughs> Next time on the Schools and Podcast. Other half of our list. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I mean, seventy nine to two thousand, even two thousand two was a long time. Yeah. I feel like he would all have grinding though, so. That's agreed upon. Yeah. All right, y'all. It's been real. We gotta get out here and get our list together. All right. <laughs> Who is it, up see y'all next time. Out.
for the never for the never ending information oh, of Poppy Biggie. Remember the pop show. 